Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Trust me. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Thursday, October 7th, 2021 in the Gregorian calendar, and the first of Cheshvan 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. Chodesh Tov, friends. Happy new month. Yeah, that's a thing in Judaism, and that's a thing in Israel. Celebrating the new month, I think I'm going to have to have a glass of wine when I'm finished with the podcast, it's close to four o'clock in the afternoon here. Eh, I'm not even going to wait for five. I'm just going to celebrate the new month and I hope that you will as well. Now, let's get to the news. A health ministry spokesperson says we can expect the announcement of the return of tourists at the beginning of next week. That's just in a few days. The ministry is working on a plan that would allow vaccinated tourists into Israel beginning in November. Originally, tourists were supposed to be let into the country starting on July 1st, but that has been put on hold following the surge in COVID cases during Israel's fourth wave. Israel has been closed to tourism for foreign nationals for a year and a half, with only certain exceptions allowed by the tourism ministry. Last month, just 34,500 tourists were able to enter Israel, and that's a huge decrease from last year's holiday season that saw 405,000 visitors. You know, here in Israel, between Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot, there's usually a huge inpouring of visitors to the country who want to celebrate the high holidays here in the Holy Land. So to see that just 34,500 came instead of 405,000 is huge, a huge hit to the tourism industry. And a huge hit for family and friends that are not able to see their loved ones. Me specifically, I was supposed to have my sisters and my mother come visit me in August. And they it did not work out. They had to apply. We all had to apply for them to get in. And the ministry actually accepted just my sister's application three days after their flight had already left. My mother's application was never even responded to. So that is just a little glimpse into how tourists are being treated trying to get into Israel, even the ones that are vaccinated. So the news here is that next week we are expecting the announcement from the health ministry saying that tourists are allowed to come back in. Starting next week, requirements for a green pass at outdoor venues will no longer be required. This includes places like outdoor dining and swimming pools. The government's coronavirus cabinet decision comes as Israel's COVID infection rate has slowed and as experts are, and this has experts optimistic that the country's fourth wave is receding. So we are expecting that COVID is going down. Hopefully it's going to work. Now for some Egypt news. Egypt has agreed to permit increased trade and travel into Gaza via its Rafah border crossing. The Gaza Strip is blockaded by both Israel and Egypt, which are the two countries on its borders. Both Israel and Egypt keep the Gaza border tight, because both countries fear that terrorists from within the Strip will move firearms through the border. 
Today, a Hamas delegation met with Egyptian officials in Cairo, where Egyptians agreed to allow more construction materials to be imported into Gaza and also to supply large quantities of goods to the enclave. According to a report from a Lebanese newspaper, the export of goods from Gaza, including agricultural products, crafts, and furniture, will be permitted to leave through the border in order to be exported to the international markets. Also agreed upon today, which is Thursday, was that Palestinian merchants would be allowed to travel through the Rafah crossing in order to do business. A horrific murderer is going to be doing time for killing his wife outside of Jerusalem and then staying next to her body for 17 hours while holding his infant child. I won't say his name in this report because I don't believe in giving the bad guys press. The murderer stabbed his wife, Michal Sila, to death in their home back in 2019. After around 17 hours, the killer took his baby girl to a neighbor's and asked them to come and help him. They called the police after seeing he was covered in blood. He gave them the baby and then fainted in front of them. He had stab marks on his own stomach and neck. He was taken to the hospital in serious condition. He's been charged with murder under aggravated circumstances. Michal's sister says she hopes that the case will be on the mind of the next judge, but also on the mind of the next murderer, in order that he or she should know that the public will not forgive and forget and that the courts will not forgive and forget either. She says we are closing ranks and fighting to eliminate the murder of women. The killer says he doesn't know how his wife Michal died, and that she had stabbed him and forced him to drink scotch. He says he then woke up and she was dead next to him with some pills on the ground, on the floor of their home. During investigations, six of his former partners spoke out, saying that he had been mentally abusive. Two of them alleged that he had imprisoned them and been violent with them. Chairwoman of the women's advocacy group here in Israel called Naamat says she regrets that the killer didn't also get hit with abuse of a minor, despite the baby witnessed the horrific events. She's now proposing a bill that would make a child's presence in a situation like this one considered abuse. The bill was submitted by two Knesset members yesterday, so that was Wednesday. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, send over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News slash support. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you for your interest in being up to date on Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, or world politics. We have... One central link in the show notes, which you can click on, and that'll take you to the page where you, too, can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you are supporting independent journalism. So check that out at IsraelDaily.News. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on social media at IsraelDaily.News as well as Shanafold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. A senior official from Israel's foreign ministry says that Israel is in talks with many regional nations to normalize relations with, but Oman is at the top of the list with hopes of normalization within a year. A representative from the foreign ministry told reporters during a press briefing, 
quote, We're speaking basically to all countries in the region, in the Middle East, and North Africa. He then continued saying, With Oman, also with other countries. I really hope that when we meet this time next year, if not before, we will be able to talk about other countries that have joined. Oman has long been seen as the next country to possibly establish diplomatic ties with Israel as it hosted Bibi Netanyahu in 2018 and expressed its support for Israel's normalization with its neighboring UAE or United Arab Emirates, which was the first country in the area to normalize ties with Israel in the Abraham Accords. Muscat, the capital of Oman, has repeatedly said that it will not normalize relations with Israel before Palestinians have a state of their own. Nevertheless, Israeli officials seem optimistic. Another little quip here, there was a citizen that wrote an op-ed saying that Iraq should join the Abraham Accords, and he got a huge backlash from his community saying that that was that was not okay so I thought that was an interesting little tidbit to put in there it was published in the opinion section of the Wall Street Journal and this person got a lot of negative feedback for saying that Iraq should uh, join the Abraham Accords I'm going to read you the first paragraph you can find the rest of it on the Wall Street Journal opinion section more than 300 of my fellow Iraqis from Baghdad Mosul Al-Anbar, Babel, Salahuddin, and Diyala joined me Friday in this northern city where we issued a public demand for Iraq to enter into relations with Israel and its people through the Abraham Accords. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the second paragraph as well. We are an assembly of Sunnis and Shiites featuring members of the Sunni Sons of Iraq Awakening Movement, which I lead in addition to intellectuals, tribal leaders, and youth activists of the 2019-2021 protest movement. Some of us have faced down ISIS and Al-Qaeda on the battlefield. Through blood and tears, we have long demonstrated that we oppose all extremists, whether Sunni jihadists or Iran-backed Shiite militias. We have also demonstrated our patriotism. We sacrificed lives for the sake of a unified Iraq, aspiring to realize a federal system of government as stipulated in our nation's constitution. He goes on to say that he's waiting for an awakening of peace. So this was really interesting. If you're interested, you can read on. I wanted to add that in here as we talk about Oman potentially normalizing relations with Israel. Very optimistic, exciting for Israel to see that there are Muslims and Arabs in the region that want to make peace. I, I really think that we are living in purely historic, historic times. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Thursday, October 7th, 2021. Tel Aviv has a low of 21 degrees Celsius and a high of 29 degrees. That's 69 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 84 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I'm feeling really great today, guys. I just had to say that. I'm bursting with energy. I got some much needed rest last night. I actually slept for 10 hours, which is really crazy for me. My basil plant is flourishing on my mirpeset or my balcony, and I have an appointment at the post office to finalize my citizenship status later today. I ha All is right in the world, and I hope that is how you are feeling today, and if you're not, I'd like to give you a little dose of that. If you are not having the best day, there's always tomorrow. Keep your chin up. Thank you to Alex Schloss for some of today's stories and updates. I'm going to send you off today with 
What You Started by Nicole Revive. This Montreal, New York Israeli is coming back to the Holy Land soon after having been in New York City for a stint where she actually was called upon to sing the national anthem for the New York Jets, which is a team that plays for the National Football League in the United States, otherwise known as the NFL. Pretty big deal. She's currently in Canada visiting family, and she's going to be back with us in Israel next week. We miss you here in Tel Aviv, Ms. Raviv. Enjoy this tune and have a great and productive day and a restful, fun weekend. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Falling down, holding on to hope that lies in us. Looking out, trying to find you Give me something to trust I'm not afraid of your love Kiss me where it hurts Oh, 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 but I'm too afraid to let you go Playing with fire, let it burn These damn flames in my heart and my soul But I'm okay if you promise Baby, just be honest Put me up or let me blow Stop, wait a minute, catch my breath now I can see it in my mind, just slow down Please keep turning your concern with nothing but yourself Believe me when I say I'm over this There's a bigger picture and I'm holding it I'm not afraid of your love Kiss me where it hurts Oh, 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 but I'm too afraid to let you go These damn flames in my heart and my soul But I'm okay if you promise Baby, just be honest Put me up or let me blow
Send flames into my heart and my soul. 